Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And we're coming at you with our taste of the season for fall 2021. It's been a while since we did one of these. It's been one season since we did one of these. That's a while. We, we've been keeping That's it up That's three months. Good. Well, actually, I guess it's technically yes. six months. Because then the entire previous season happened, but... Okay. <laughs> what? Math. <laughs> I'm just trying to do banter, man. In any case, this season is much better than last season, which is part of why we didn't do a, a taste of the season last season. So much better. So much better. So much good stuff this season. And we've got a few things that we really liked, and uh, a couple things we... Maybe not liked as much as we thought we would. So many things I was hyped for this season. Well, not hyped, I... <laughs> the hype train has a finite number of cars, and those are mostly reserved for video games. That's true, it's true, it's true. I mean, you should see what he does uh, with the Hoi 4 releases. It's I've, I've seen the shrine, it is <laughs> terrifying. I mean, hey, if you know an easier way to get fresh goat blood... <laughs> well in any case we'll start us off i'll go ahead and start us off with our first one. Oh boy so uh first taste of the season is going to be the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat say that five times fast no thank you <laughs> and and really that's uh it would be low-hanging fruit to make a joke about light novel titles being absurd and yeah. long. Yeah. I was going to say, like, that's all, that's it. That's the that's the show. I don't need to say anything else. But, but though, I do have to clarify. He gets uh, reincarnated into a family of aristocratic assassin doctors. Which is certainly different. <laughs> I mean, normally they just get reincarnated as, like, some rando... Uh, aristocrat. Now this guy's he's in a family of assassins, which is weird. Oh, I mean, a little weird. Um, not too weird, especially when you consider that this is all like targeted reincarnation. This is true. yes. Uh, unlike most isekai, where it's some random schmuck, this is actually a guy who was specifically chosen to be isekai because of the skills he already possessed. He is the he was the world's best assassin. He was let's see, before he died he was killing some mobsters, I think. Yeah, he, he was killing he was killing dudes in Mexico. Good times. Which that was really interesting when we watched the first episode, because like you kind of assume everything that happens in an anime happens in Japan. Or at least somewhere in they Asia. Specifically say, yeah. Or unless they specifically say otherwise. But I realized when he got in on the left side of the car, it's like, wait a minute, they drive on the other side of the road. He's in America land. Or literally like 90% of the world. <laughs> I, I think it's a little less than that, but... True. This is one of three anime I've ever seen that has featured Mexico in any way, shape, or form. What was the other two? Um, JoJo's. Very true, very true. And Spec Ops Asuka. Remember the American yep. Magic Girl? She was, like, fighting cartels in Mexico, I think. Right, right. 
Sorry, I completely <laughs> blanked that show from my memory. Black Lagoon got closed. That has parts in uh, Colombia and Venezuela. Ah, that's not Mexico. No, but it's also, you know, countries you don't usually see in anime. Very true, very true. Well, in any case, so, yeah, he gets... Our main character is an old assassin dude, and then he gets betrayed after he finishes his last job, and he's going to hit the farm upstate. It was actually very interesting, because they kill him by... Uh, I, I refer to it as the uh, the castball assassination <laughs> uh, style, where you blow up an entire plane, passenger plane full of people just to kill one guy. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, it pretty much guarantees they're not walking away from it. Very true. Unless they're like a cyborg assassin or something. But he's not a cyborg in this show, so. In this show. <laughs> that would be a different show in any case. Um, I'll admit, I thought this was going to be trash. Oh, absolutely. Complete trash? Absolutely. Uh, just for one. It's apparently by the same guy who did, like, the original work is by the same guy who did re Redo of Healer, and that's, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> well, to be fair, we at least, this made us go and actually look and see what the hell was up with the Redo of Healer, which apparently this was, that was him deliberately taking the piss. Very true. Um, in any case, it's got some interesting stuff going on. Uh, assassin isekai not redo a healer <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I needed to specify but I felt like I should <laughs> in any case um, so we're kind of still in the setup even at episode 3 so far and it's very It's he's still a kid but basically he has to go and assassinate the hero after the hero kills the demon lord so he's got like two years between Hero Kills the Demon Lord and Hero Ends the World, according to the goddess. To be fair, I think the goddess is evil. But yeah, I am I will award myself no points if there turns out to be a twist where this is basically just her cleaning up her mess she made in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it is absolutely hilarious that this is basically, she put out... In like interdimensional hit on some guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's because uh, I was I've been wondering what happened to the assassin's assistant. I I think there's going like to be a twist about that. Yeah, I think personally, my thought is she's going to be the hero. But I thought that, but then I remember that they both died at the same time. So it'd be true, but it's it's kind of fuzzy, like how the reincarnation system works. It, she... it is fuzzy, but it also that would be so obvious. Which I mean, again, again, I mean... if it was so obvious, it's probably because it is. But I want to give them more credit than that. But I also probably not, shouldn't I'm give them more credit to. than that. We really shouldn't. Well, in any case. So that's uh, the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. I am absolutely loving that one. Yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, hope y'all give it a chance as well. It, just because it's another isekai does not mean it's going to be terrible. I'd say more, but I think we could actually probably do that all up an entire episode on it later. Because okay. I, I feel Anyways. like we're going to have a lot to talk about this, even if it completely drives itself off a cliff at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. 
Eli, you take it. Ah, take it. Where do I start? Seriously, where do I start? Just to pick one of your shows. Um, I'm gonna go with probably the the biggest problem child on my list. Oh boy. Ah, uh, well, not the biggest problem child, but the biggest disappointment on my list. Oh. Which was uh, Miraculous. Oh. I went into this. I went into this. I had very few expectations, but uh, well, it failed to reach them. Ouch! Ouch! I saw that. Is it? A... No, what are you saying? Is it at least mediocre? That is exactly what it is. Oh, that's so much worse, actually. It is. Ooh. I started. I looked at the text. I'm like, all right, comedy, horror. Supernatural. Alright, all right, so some sort of like vaguely supernatural dark comedy. You know, I could I could I could enjoy that. That sounds like it'd be fun and interesting. Well, it commits the two greatest sins of all time. It is neither funny nor scary. It's literally just like the same joke. Like, oh she can see these ghosts and they're like super scary for her. Oh no. <laughs> Here's a, here's a pro tip. If you want to be, like, frightening, show significantly less shots of the main character's ass. Just a <laughs> little tip there. Uh, I, you know, I heard this show was really horny. I had to, I had to, I have, I have triple checked at this point that it's, that it's not edgy. It is not tagged as that. Hmm. I feel like some wires were crossed when this was getting adapted. Because I, I, I hear the manga is really good. I I hear. I, hear, I, I, I almost wanted to pick up the manga. Like, oh, I'll wait for the anime to come out and then I'll read the manga later. I might read the manga now, but by God, the series is terrible. Um, the only thing I'll give it is the main character, Miko. Uh, I'm going to give her the award for most likely to survive a horror movie. <laughs> because when like when like spooky ghosts are like, can you see me? She just sort of stares blankly up into space like, don't make eye contact, don't act like you can see them, don't acknowledge their existence, and they won't murder you. <laughs> like, hmm. I appear to be haunted. Right, where's the salt? I should Google exorcism rituals. That was the only mildly funny thing in the entire thing. Entire thing. That was all in the first episode. Ah. Uh, and then the rest of it's, it's just it's bad. the same joke. <laughs> it's, well, that's unfortunate. I, I didn't even really manage to finish the second episode. I got just fed up halfway through. Oh. So yeah, con Always sad. Congratulations, Maruku-chan. Uh, you've managed to win probably my crown for mediocrity this season. Oof. Narrowly beating out another contender, but we'll get to that later. Uh, what's your next pick? Okay, I will talk about a little show that's on a lot of people's anime of the year lists already. Even with only a few episodes. Oh out. boy. Oh yes, please. I've been waiting all <laughs> week to hear this. <laughs> okay, so... I think it is well documented that I like Symphogear, yes? 
Uh, well documented, a... I don't know. I mean, we carved it into stone tablets, but uh, those will only <laughs> last a few million years. <laughs> yeah, you know. So yeah, music, uh, music-themed action series featuring cute girls beating up monsters. You can't go wrong with that, with that premise in general. Now, like, let's just take that premise... Rip out everything that gives it any kind of weights or meaning, and make it a uh, an upcoming mobile game advertisement. That is tacked off destiny. Tacked off. There is the T there, but it's it's yes. part of the first word, and op is separated. Do you pronounce the T or is it a silent T? You pronounce the T. You tea, pronounce I the T. Tacked off. Tact is the main character's name. His name's Tact? And then, yes. I completely forgot. <laughs> you will, I don't blame you for that, because honestly, he is so boring. I hate him. He's so boring, I hate him. <laughs> um, and the op in the title refers to um, Opus, because all of the, like, magical girls who fight the monsters are the embodiment of a particular piece of classical music. And so there's a very large focus on the main character who is a piano guy. He likes to play the piano. And the monsters uh, invaded Earth or I'm not it's kind of vague what exactly happened mole men from the center of the earth well cause it's like a, a, a <laughs> meteor crashed into earth and then these monsters came out and they started attacking anything that made music and, and so humanity banned music but then they used the power of music to fight back against the monsters I, I'm <laughs> it's taking all of my restraint to not just start ranting right now because i hate this show so let me let me preface any for any rants i perform in the next couple minutes with a statement that this is a very well-made show this is very well put together the animation is top notch the opening is great the premise is well it's it's not great but it's not terrible it was at least good enough to be like oh hey what's that I mean, a slaughterhouse can be a work of modern architectural art, but you still don't bring your kids there. <laughs> Very true. But my my problem with Tactop is that is the focus on the classical music because it's envisioned as a road trip story where they're traveling from like California or something to New York, and they have to travel across America, which is full of these monsters that attack you if you play music. And the focus on the classical music just frustrates me so much. And it's because it doesn't focus on like reimagining classical music through new forms and whatnot. It's just like piano. That's the only thing. Yeah, this piano. This actually particularly pisses me off uh, in general. Just the trope of like, oh, like, you know, people experiencing music for the first time. It's always some bullshit classical piano piece. Because fuck modern music, right? Yeah. 
Fuck that. Like, I don't what? like... I probably don't like a lot of the modern popular music out there. But that's just because it's not to my tastes. But no no modern music. Not gonna... Nothing... It's, it's literally either classical or music from the 80s. Every time. Every time. 90s grunge? Nope. Uh, anything from the 2000s? Yeah, classical and uh, 1980s. Yeah. Literally nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very frustrating. Like, th- there's setup there that I could see uh, a theme of how humanity continues listening to music how it continues making music reimagines old music and like takes their music with them but just like having random okay i don't want to say just having random pianos but there's a scene in the first episode where a kid's like oh hey what's music and and his mom's like oh i never got to tell you about music because it doesn't exist anymore and then and then there's just like a there's a piano in the middle of town roped off with a bunch of like play me it's like but there's also a sign that says don't play the piano and it's very confusing because here's the other thing the apocalypse started 20 years prior to the story and then 10 years ago the protagonist suffered a massive uh whatchamacallit a massive tragedy in his life and so you know what he spent the next 10 years doing literally nothing playing the freaking piano they're they're complaining oh we can't play music anymore dude was literally playing piano for nonstop for 10 years 10 years and he's like oh it's not good enough to show other people or like, other people can't listen to it. Or some bullshit. Like, God, he was literally just in his garage. God. Blues. Freaking. Jazz. Music that features pianos. Ah. Would, have been, would have been better than just more classical. Well, they did do a, uh, a what should I call it? A ragtime. Oh, that would have been fun. Duet. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. The animation, like I said, was really good. Um... But like the main, but it's still focused on the pianos, and I'm and I don't like pianos, so maybe that's just me. I can give or take pianos. I don't really care. Uh, don't they also like not really like sync the music and the action together? Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Well, there's a little bit of that, but um, it's it's not to the degree of Symphogear, which is probably the problem that I have because the main character doesn't play music when they fight. The conductor just waves his wand and then the music art, the magical girl just fights. And yeah, there's like music going on in the background and sometimes it syncs up to a big moment in the action, but there's no soul in it. Yeah. I mean, the show bored me off uh, with the first episode. So it just it pisses me off like you could do something really cool but 
Now, I, I do have to admit, it is ultimately just the backstory for uh, a mobile game, a, a gotcha game that's going to come out soon. So, <sighs> I can't expect it to change itself dramatically to my whims. But at the same time, uh, it's just, it's very disappointing. Very disappointing. Uh, now, let me, now I will just finish this off by saying that if you want something a little more uh, at least I think fun and entertaining and also maybe a little more thematically consistent and interesting. Go check out Mutsu King. It's about a guy who moves to Neo San Francisco and uses the power of disco and hip hop to become a rollerblading tokusatsu vigilante fighting against a megacorp that has conquered the world as a combination like Apple Taco Bell sushi place. They're like everything using the power of alien octopuses and a vocaloid VTuber idol. I feel like that's the result of someone being super high while watching Demolition. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's a, it's a reboot of an old... Uh, whatchamacallit? It's of an old series. Um, it's very strange. You really have to watch it to understand. I will say, not a lot of people seem to like it. I, I'm just having fun with it. Because it's it's honestly a very refreshing breath of air compared to Tacked Off Destiny. So, what you gonna do? Alright. I've ranted enough. Eli, you take it. Well, I, I was gonna go next with another show I don't like, but uh... <laughs> let, let, let's, let's take this up a notch, actually. Let's go, let's go positive from here. Um, Sakugan. Oh yeah, Sakugan. I took one look Sakugan. at this like way, way long ago when we were like looking through next shows. I'm like, that looks like Deca Dance, but with Mecha. It's probably not going to be super good, but I will, I will try it anyway. And uh, remember that meme I sent you, or not the meme, but the thing I sent you right before we started recording about how, oh, yeah. <laughs> about how I feel about one of the shows this season. Yes. Uh, that that was this one. Because uh, okay. <laughs> I'm feeling it. <laughs> <sighs> so good. So good. Sakugan. Um, I don't even mind that it's Mecha at all, actually. Uh, mostly because this is less like they're just less like, oh, like the giant robot super weapon because that's how they work and it's more like oh the giant robot's basically their their station wagon <laughs> it's their 1948 ford <laughs> they're well, they go on their road trip but uh well we we know how much you love road trips i do love road trips anime uh road trips it's all it's all good but um yeah so it's just the perfect blend of heart and comedy. Dude and his daughter going on a journey to go and find the magic place. I don't even think there's literally an end goal. Just like find the place. What happens then doesn't doesn't matter. We're just gonna go find the place. Go on an adventure in a freaking station wagon of a giant robot. <laughs> And maybe this is just because I have uh, 
I guess you could say issues <laughs> when it comes to family relationships, but uh, or you know, just the relationship between a, a man and his daughter just kind of hits me a little bit harder than it should, but in a good way. This is, this is so so good, so fantastic. Um, this is actually the fir- the voice actor of the main character. Uh, this is her first role in anything ever. Oh wow! Yes. She's good. There's a rumor that this is actually she was actually an adult film star before this, <laughs> but apparently that's someone else just with a similar name because like there's a different kanji or something in it. Japanese, am I right? What you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do? But yeah, um, I'm watching its career with great interest. I am absolutely overjoyed. Every episode has been fantastic, building up better and better. I swear to God, if at the end of this, like, the dad dies, I'm going to be pissed. I don't feel, I don't feel like that's what's going to happen. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen, but, but it would be a very cheap shot to have, unless they do it masterfully, oh, yeah. which they might end up doing, but uh, just, just letting it out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so good, super good, Sakugan suck gone now i will say i'm having a great time with it as well so yeah we're basically watching each other's shows this season <laughs> there's just so much good there stuff. there is so much we, good we stuff ha- this season it was very hard for us to pick uh to divide the shows up properly so that we each get four shows to talk about we had to trade them back and forth but yeah no sock gun absolutely amazing this this is the one to watch for me. This is the one that not to watch not just for this season, but for the year. Only three episodes out right now, as of this recording, but for me, this is the one to watch. This this is a contender. Absolutely. And honestly, uh, I thought, like, just based on the premise and how well put together the show is, I kind of assumed it was an anime original. But it's uh, it's an adaptation of a mo- of a novel, which is very interesting. So, yeah. So I'll go ahead and get on with uh, my next pick. Of course, not all of our recommendations can be like super hype. Um, but this is thematic because this one also involves Mecca. It's called Rumble Garandal. Grandal. Whatever you want to call it. Rumble in the Jumble? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, But very basically, uh, I think we've mentioned this one before because when we're like looking forwards. Oh, right. uh, That one. (laughs) Eternal Showa invades Heiwa, I believe. (laughs) Or was it the other way around? I don't know. Uh, but basically, it's... The Eternal Showa invades modern-day Japan. Right. Okay. Reiwa, so Japan. Right. Okay, that's what it was. Reiwa. So, it started a little later than some of the other shows. But I'm I'm enjoying it so far, mostly because it's, it's a weird show. So, here's the one-sentence pitch. Uh... Akihabara Otaku versus suppressive extra-dimensional invaders fighting using SD Gundams. 
powered by otaku girls. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I don't either, to be honest. It's it's kind of, I feel like it's still very much finding its footing right now. It didn't entirely land on the field running, but I feel like it could pick up steam. Just the the whole thing of how like uh, otaku obsessions powers the mecha and so the the battery girl the girl girl who makes the mecha move like she has to have be passionate about anime and stuff it, it's like i said it's, i feel like it's there's a very high potential this show to head right up its own ass oh very much so um i mean there's a like eggplant monster thing that's the mascot of the uh resistance group and also it's commander-in-chief why have an eggplant uh i don't know i'm not sure if it's an eggplant to be honest it just has the it has a stem on it but it also has it also kind of looks like a and why do they need a mascot cartoony... yes <laughs> I mean, they've also got a Kamina-looking guy who talks loud and monologues all the time. And he's weird. <laughs> it's... Listen, it was either this or a mame, and I don't really care for a mame right now. That that shows... It's it's a, it's a not-a-Gundam Gundam series. It, it's... A mame is what people expected Valve Rave to be. The heck is a meme? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a mecha show from Sunrise this season. I can't see that anywhere. Oh, it's it's got a different name. Oh, it's uh, Kyokai Senki. Kyokai Senki. It's way it's way down the list. Almost a show. Oh, there it is. This. Nobody's watching this. I don't oh, yeah. really care. I, I look at this. Name. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this an, isn't this just a discount Gundam? <laughs> it is. It very much is. It even it even has the plot point about the main character's mecha having nearly impenetrable armor. And also, it's a so. So I guess I should talk about a meme a little bit, just because mecha in general. But it's like. Japan has been in invaded and is being oppressed by, th oh, sorry, four different factions, which I think is uh, Australia, China, someone else, and America. And so the the uh, the Japanese people or the resistance fights back with guerrilla warfare and a giant robot piloted mechs. Huh? With guerrilla warfare and giant robots. Yes. Well, I mean, consider that everybody else is fighting using giant robots as well. But the difference is, everyone else's giant robots are remote controlled. So, they've regressed in terms of technology. <laughs> you went from something that some dude can be controlling from the other side of the planet, completely safe from harm. Oh, actually, you have to be pretty close to the giant robots to control them. Why? 
I mean, not that close, but still, like, you have to be in the area of operations. You can drone strike someone's ass from the other side of the planet today. <laughs> yeah. There's also AI. Don't ask how the AI works. Then why don't they just put that in the robot? They do. It's to support the human pilot. I am becoming increasingly angry. You know, it's not a good sign when we uh, stop talking about Rubble Garandal <laughs> to start bitching about uh, a mame. Oh, well. This is why I fucking hate Mecha. <laughs> it always does this. There's a lot of good Mecha shows. It it's just, always does there's this. A lot of bad, there's a lot of dumb Mecha shows out there, too. So, especially when you're looking at Sunrise. If you want a good, if you want really good Mecha shows that are... Well, okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> oh, I don't no, know how to please do that. go on. <laughs> I don't know how to rephrase that. The Like, uh, yeah, Sunrise. Sunrise. Well, technically it's Sunrise Beyond, which is, like, not Sunrise, but is Sunrise. Uh, it's whatever. In any case, I'm done talking about a meme. You, you talk about a show now. Ah. <sighs> I talk about a show now. So, Platinum End. Oh boy. Oh boy. I took one look at this a while ago, and I said to myself, Alright, so, new same idea as Future Diary. Quite literally the same idea as Future Diary. Because they're, they're fighting a death game over who gets to become God. Main difference is, I'm pretty sure in future there's only 12 random assholes. Wait, no, actually, no, there were 13. It's just that two of them were one contestant. So, yeah, even the number of people's the same. Um, <laughs> it's it's not good. It's, it's, really? it's not. I, f I really would have figured you would have enjoyed this. No. <laughs> I wanted to. I actually wanted to. The first episode was just so bland it doesn't help that the main character starts off at rock bottom like there's no like oh like guy is like normal and relatively well adjusted and then his life gets shit no his life has been shit since he was seven years old when his aunt and uncle car bombed his parents wait what and made him their slave what that that happened. That I'm not even exaggerating. That is Wait, literally what? what happened. What the what? They they what? they put a they car bombed his parents. They put a bomb in his parents' car that exploded and killed them, along with his old sister. What the? So they could so they could, could steal his parents' money. And the reason why they left him alive was because then they adopt him, so they get like solidifies their. If they adopt him, then they're his guardian, so they get the money to, like, watch over him and stuff. And then they basically made him their slave. Like, putting out cigarettes on him, making him live in a cupboard. This is all, ep this is all episode, uh, one. Uh, uh... The episode opens with him, like, Alright, I graduated middle school. I finally get a chance to kill myself. <laughs> oh my god. So he throws himself off a building. Jesus. When you start from a position of there being zero hope, 
You may think there's nowhere to go but up, but you also have a very far way to climb. God. But yeah, so then an angel shows up and is basically like, oh, good, I saved you right before you killed yourself. Anyway, so would you like superpowers? Yeah, I'm going to give you superpowers. Here's wings that enable you to fly faster than human beings can see. And here's the ability to brainwash people into loving you. This is still episode one. Uh, okay. Anyway, so then, uh, to make a very long story short, so basically, uh, like, God is dying, because future diary. <laughs> God is dying, and they need to pick a new God. So, specifically, people who are incredibly depressed and no longer have the will to live are selected to become candidates to replace God. That seems like a terrible idea. This is apparently how it's been done for centuries. Honestly, that does explain a lot. <laughs> but, um... Also, Angel, waifu, loves him. And wants him to win. Also, she didn't tell him about the whole God contest until after she gave him superpowers. And it's bad. The thing is, we're going to get a full adaptation of this. 24 episodes. Uh, oh. The manga actually ran for uh, almost pretty much the same uh, amount of chapters as Future Diary did. And that was that adaptation was 26 plus one episodes. So yeah, we're getting a full adaptation. But so I went and I looked into the manga. Because apparently it's by the same guy who made Death Note. And, uh... That bodes well. <laughs> yeah, that bodes well. And, um... The manga has a 6.99 on my anime list. Not it, terrible. It ended just this year. Apparently it used to be like right. relatively like popular, and apparently the ending is what pissed people off. Really? The ending? Apparently the ending was bullshit. Like, next level bullshit. Alright, Like, then. revealing the entire thing, like, all their struggles were pointless all along level bullshit. Oh, okay. Sure, that's fine. And also, the main character stays unlikable the entire time. He suffers from oh, shonen protagonist syndrome, where things just sort of happen for him. Oh. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna compromise on my ideals. And then events just sort of make it so that he doesn't have to compromise on his ideals. I, I, I've heard repeatedly from most people that it's really good for, like, the first three quarters or so. And then it falls off a cliff. You can't be good for just three quarters of your run and then fall off a cliff. That, like, I could understand a gradual decline in quality, but throwing yourself off a cliff, you know, it is appropriate, I think, <laughs> that, the, uh, that the manga got to that point and then decided, okay, I'm going to jump off a cliff now. This is supposedly the antithesis of Future Diary, in terms of both the direction it's headed and themes. Also, there's a dude in power armor. He he he's literally like a sentai. Is that what that's called? Uh, like a yeah. sentai hero? Yeah. That's 
literally wasn't that one that was literally also future in future diary there's a dude except in that yeah. one the dude didn't you know have superpowers he just had a tape recorder that told him when crimes were gonna happen and so he dressed up like a weirdo <laughs> and he died super easily in this one he actually has superpowers and has power armor and yeah i don't want to insult the guy who made it but i'm going to uh, it's like he read Future Diary and decided like this, but unironically. Wonderful. Honestly, when you were describing it earlier, I kind of thought of it as the uh, the magical girl sights of death game anime. Because <laughs> it's super. It starts out super depressing, and then it only gets worse. Oh yeah. Um. Can can we get uh, second season of Darwin's game? <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked Darwin's game. I'm willing to be very charitable, even to to like the whole death game or survival game, whatever what genre you want to call it. I've been looking into it more and more, specifically yeah. because of like Darwin's game and uh, Future Diary and stuff. This this is the this is the worst one I found. There's one with bombs. I think might not be might be slightly worse, but um. But oh, uh, it was is that one Batum? Yes, I think. Oh yeah, have not it's have not awesome. gotten into that, but uh, I just know the. It name. looks like the less serious version, but uh, yeah, I this this is Platinum End. Uh, this is going to be a hard pass. I will watch it all the way through one day, not to like enjoy it, but to dissect it. Oh, I I bet that'll be a fun the, time. The, I, I you gotta do an, I'm going to be doing a necropsy on this because this thing was dead on arrival. <laughs> oh, ouch! Oh. Oh man! Well, I hope you saved some positivity for your last show. I, I this is when I said how uh, Miyoko-chan won the crown of mediocrity, uh, beating out one other contender. This was it. Oh, because <laughs> uh, this isn't. This is. I said this is more bad than mediocre. Oof. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get on to the to my last one for tonight. The one we've all been waiting for. This is my most anticipated anime, possibly of all time. Yeah, yeah of all time, yeah. And let's say announced like a Symphogear sequel or something. Oh my god, I'm gonna be so happy! <laughs> so yeah, barring an act of God, this is going to be <laughs> your most anticipated anime of all time. Well, there's also the, uh, whatchamacallit, the free run anime that i believe is coming within the next two years or so but we'll get to that when it comes out so my last pick is the faraway paladin and so i've been anticipating this for a while because i am super into this manga you are yes was that a question that was not a question that was a statement okay yeah, so I, I discovered the manga, like, last summer, I think? I think about that time, yeah. Yeah. I remember you sent right it to me. Right about the time we started, yeah, right about the time we started making uh, the podcast. It would have been, because that was also the time we got into reading a lot of manga. Right. But yeah, it's, uh, it's been described by some as a uh, jobless reincarnation if the main character wasn't a pervert. And I I have to agree with that, honestly. 
which like in a ba- in a very basic sense. <laughs> Sorry. You if go. you if you if you were having to sell it to me just based on that alone, I would buy immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a very basic premise. A dude dies in the real world or dies on Earth and then gets reincarnated as a baby in a fantasy world with his memories semi-intact. And in this other world, he is raised by three undead, a ghost, a skeleton, and a mummy. And he, as, as part of being raised by them, he experiences wonder and amazement and love and resolves to live, not just exist this time. And I and I have been super worried about this adaptation, to be honest. Just... Yes, I know you've expressed your worry on quite a number of occasions. Yeah. Um, so how's the adaptation coming? Well, let me let me let me express why I was worried about it. So first off, it's the anim- the studio that's doing it is Children's Playground Entertainment, who's done some decent stuff. Um, they did Citrus. Okay, or, well, they, they, they worked on Citrus with. They worked on Citrus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't have a lot of stuff that they've done themselves. They've got like a bunch of extra credits on other people's shows. The first show that they did that they are solely credited on was Hatana Illusion, which is uh, not very good from what I hear. <laughs> not very good, but uh, I have no yeah. idea what the heck Hatana Illusion. I've heard of it a lot, but... Yeah, it's uh, it's... Never in the context of you should absolutely go watch this. Yeah, no, no. So yeah, that's that's the first thing. Was the their the studio's previous work was not great, and then the director. Oh boy, the director, <laughs> the director. of Kuma Kuma Kuma. So Kuma 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 Bear and High School Fleet and the High School Fleet movie, and some other stuff. Uh, which isn't great. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just freaking half of everyone on this has not great stuff in their backs, in their backgrounds, which made me very concerned. But I gotta say, they're, I think they're doing a really good job with it so far. That's good. I've, I've only watched, I think, the first episode with you, or was, did we watch the first yeah, two? Yeah, we watched the... We, I've seen the first two so far, and uh, by the time this comes, this episode of the podcast comes out, uh, three episodes will be out, and I will probably be very vocal because if they're if they're adapting at the speed I think they're adapting, then we're very close to a big a big moment that is going to make or break the show for me. Um, yeah, I know that this manga was basically was your girl's last tour. Oh yeah, it's very. There is a moment 
uh, about at the end of the first story arc that always always makes me cry. It's very it's very um, it's like heartwarming, but it's also really sad. And I don't want to. Sp- I'm not going to spoil it at all. I don't want to spoil don't. anything. <laughs> I won't. I am actually. I, I've actually been looking forward to this as well, based solely upon your <laughs> word of mouth. Yes. Uh, it's also it's very. So yeah, it's also interesting because unlike a lot of other isekai shows, this one features a. Uh, doesn't have like RPG stats or anything like that. Which has become kind of a... Uh... Say what? It's possible to have a world where things don't work like it's a video game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's on. It's kind of... The world of Faraway Paladin is kind of like a D&D world. A little bit. Not exactly, because it's... It's got a bunch of weird stuff going on in the background... But, like, if you told me that this was based on someone's D&D character, I would honest, I would actually believe you. <laughs> I mean, there's, there is literally that one anime that's based on a D&D game. <laughs> oh, yeah. People made. Uh, rec- Dice or I. I forget what it's called. Is that the one? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it literally on the box when I remember looking at it said, like, based on a D&D game played by people, including Gen Europachi. <laughs> I'm like, that's about as tangential a relation as you can get based on a game that he played. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, so, yeah, Far Away Paladin. So far, it's mostly focused on his his, uh, upbringing, which is what a lot of the good portion of the start of the first arc covered. Um, And then I think we might be coming up to the end of the first arc, either in episode three or four depending on how how fast they're moving i like i said i'm i'm very i'm very worried that they might try and rush this to get to something that other people might think is more interesting but of course this is all story stuff animation wise animation wise it is doing very well for itself it i haven't seen anything terrible in this in this series and it's oh, can you can you sense my trepidation uh, yes i can talking about this because it's it's very much like god they gotta get this one right uh but but hey they they got Aoi Yuki to play a goddess, so I think we're good. I think we'll be good. <laughs> we think we'll be good. I think. I think. We'll we'll see. We'll see. They haven't they haven't completely messed it up yet. But hey, I will say that not a lot of people were were had this on their list at the before the season and at the beginning of the season. No, and now it's 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 getting up there. Yeah, people it's are, it's been climbing. It. Yeah, I mean, it helps that it's an isekai. This... <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but pretty much everyone who has checked it out has said it has blown away their expectations, probably because they didn't have any to begin with. 
which really makes me feel good. And I can't wait to see where they take this show. I really can't. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be so good. I hope. <laughs> you know what else? A lot of people. You know what a lot of people were uh, also looking forward to. What is that? Komi san. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, just make sure that my uh. windows are locked and barred. <laughs> I, I let I, I let everyone know ahead of time that I would be talking about this, and you don't expect me to be gentle. But um, so Komisan finally got an adaptation. Finally. Yeah, one of one of the most anticipated manga adaptations of all time. Something that people wanted to adapt adapted for years years that's yeah, all right <laughs> <laughs> okay now, now i'm gonna be actually like completely honest with y'all um it's 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 a slice of life it's not it is not the like magic that cured cancer and bring back my dead dog no it's not gonna do that but it's it's pretty good um, the comedic timing is actually pretty on point. <laughs> Not gonna lie, there's only the one episode out right now because of Netflix. Fucking Netflix. Fucking Netflix. And we'll get a little bit more into what Netflix has done with this later. But um, so but just with the one episode, the the comedic timing is actually pretty on point. It is. I I don't want that to sound like really faint praise, but um, the comedic timing was so on point. I noticed how on point it was. <laughs> It was good. I mean, I mean, you. If the comedic timing is not on point, then you're not doing your t- job as a comedy series, right? Yeah, and it's it doesn't blend comedy with you know the the heart that it's supposed to, at least according to what people will go on about and have very well. It does have it did have a very like nice and sweet moment, but it doesn't fully blend it well at least just from the first episode again thanks netflix but uh it's fine it's actually it's actually good um will i keep watching it (sighs) of all the slice of life's out this season i guess it's the best one um that sounds like very faint praise yeah well this season's actually pretty shit for slice of life so oh that's rough yeah well, nobody wanted to compete with Komi-san, I guess. I guess. It's good. It's not 8.52 on my anime list good. I'm going to be completely honest <laughs> with you. It does not deserve to be like that high of a rating. And I really don't give a shit what other people like. Like, If you like it, that's fine. Well, unless it's like Holocaust porn or something. <laughs> then, then we'll have <laughs> words. But... <laughs> um, this is like... Point two higher than Madoka Magica. This is like higher than Fate Zero. You're gonna you're gonna sit here and unironically try and tell me that you would rather watch this than either of those two series or one of the other other incredible, amazing series with complex stories. You know, you'd rather watch this. You'd rather watch her sit there and make mumbling sounds because oh no, she is crippling social anxiety. Like the rest of us, <laughs> it's fine. It has heart. It has comedy. It's funny. It's 
sweet sometimes. Um, it's... I told you I wasn't going to like it as much as people wanted me to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Feels like we're coming out on a bit of a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, fine. It's, it, it's only ranked number 110 overall out of all anime. <laughs> Pretty sure it's higher than yeah, Evangelion. I yeah, I don't, I don't know if it deserves that high of a rating. It doesn't. But it's <laughs> it's been super hyped. Um, I know that it, I've read ahead in the manga. Uh, I haven't read the manga in a while, but I have read the manga. And I know it gets a little bit more into the romance aspects yeah. as the sh- as it goes along. I mean, I kind of like assume most slice of life do. Is that just me? Or no, just, it's like, not a just lot you. Of slice of okay. I I assumed. Uh, I mean, I'm not assuming to be completely blown away by the first episode, but I uh, <laughs> of all the slice of life I've watched, yeah, it's 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 good. It's fine. Uh, Netflix kind of not doing it a right. favor. Uh, this is just a this has been a lingering problem with Netflix for a while. Uh, they're screwing with subtitles, and I don't oh. mean like like just subtitling like other languages. No, I mean uh, this has been going back for years. Um, I first noticed it years ago before I even watched anime. Um, oh, with the show Burn Notice. Ah. So in Burn Notice, when they introduce a character, they'll literally do like a freeze frame, and then like their name will pop up, and like their job description, and they'll play around with like, you know, oh, that guy, that's Rodrigo, that's, uh, you know, that guy deals drug to, drugs to kids, and they'll be like, Rodrigo, ch- drug, uh, child drug dealing scumbag, <laughs> stuff like that, <laughs> uh, and Netflix like replaced like the... Not like the nice small yellow font with their giant ass white subtitles, mm. and just like Netflix subtitles are just so big and just like on the screen. Don't don't blend it into anything. Don't try and like match like the subtitles of the text with the text on like the wall. No, just on the ground. Just make it make it make it as difficult as possible to tell uh, what's text being said and what's being spoken. Just as difficult as possible. Yep. This, this is more or less the show that brought it to a head. Just like people are really getting fed up now, and I I, I do not blame them. As much as I as much as I think this show is, eh, you know, six out of ten. Um. It, it it does you know deserve to be you know, have like proper flow so you can like read and watch at the same time. But uh, yeah, so that's been going on. Also, the whole yeah. Netflix jail thing. Oh yeah, that that's the main thing I think when people think of Netflix and anime. This started airing Netflix jail three weeks ago, and I've only got the f- one episode that came out yesterday. Yep. Or was it? See, no, it was yesterday. Yep. You know the interesting thing. I thought because they said like, oh, they're they did three episodes and then they're going to release it in America. I thought, oh, okay, we're going to get three episodes all at once. No, no, we get it like two weeks late. I guess. I mean, damn Which it, is... Netflix! You're the ones that decided we had to go to the binge watching, uh, like product model. All right, like, you can at least stick with it. <laughs> see because but that's the other problem is that what they used to do 
was they didn't release shows on a weekly basis. They would just like for anime, they would hold it hostage for an entire season and drop it at the end once it was finished. Suffice to say, Mother's Basement has had some uh, spicy words to say about that. Yeah, I want to have some spicy words to say about it. Yeah. I've actually, this is actually, I was completely for other reasons considering canceling my Netflix streaming subscription. Really? Yeah, and oh. the the only thing keeping me from like deciding like not just outright to have canceled already is the fact that we use it to watch stuff together. Oh, with yeah, like watch yeah. parties. This is once again making me think, like, just fuck Netflix streaming. DVDs are where it's at. I have three right next to me right now. Yes, I've upgraded my I've upgraded my Netflix DVD subscription to the maximum. Alright. I'm I'm trying not to get very upset about Netflix, but Whatever. Whatever. You know, I could have I could have just watched the whole thing and been done with it already by now. But nope, nope, God, it's gotta come out every week. Gotta have crappy subtitles that make it hard to see what's going on. Gotta have subtitles that don't always subtitle everything. I honestly don't know if I'm missing context or nuance or anything, because they're not subtitling certain things. Yeah, I did notice that. There's a lot of because Komi-san has a lot of uh, on-screen text a lot of the time. And it's... Uh, a lot of it has essential information as to who certain characters are and what they do and other stuff. And it's just... Oh, hey. Okay. Can't read Japanese? Fuck you. Uh, and I, I don't I want to turn this into a straw man thing, but like, oh, just learn Japanese if you want to appreciate Japanese culture. Fuck you. Like, there, there are so many people on this planet who speak so many languages. I don't just watch Japanese things. I watch Argentinian things. Well, I guess mostly if you're just like Mexico, Argentina, they all speak the same language. But I watch things in Spanish. I watch things in French. I watch things in Danish, in Norwegian, in Swedish, in German, in Russian, in Hebrew. All right, I am not learning one language over all the others just because like the shows I watch tend to be in that language. All right. Don't don't learn an entire other language just because oh I'm more cultured because I watch anime. You know what, Komi-san? Komi-san's all right. It's fine. You know what? Fuck you, Netflix. Fuck people who expect me to learn Japanese. Just you know what, Komi-san? It's fine. You know what? I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna enjoy it out of spite. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a concern. Well, anyway, so, yeah, that's, uh... Fucking shaking in rage now. That well, was a lot of things that came bubbling up to the surface, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The... Don't usually hear you rant that much outside of therapy. Uh, but yeah, so that's, uh... Fall 2021, I guess. Didn't you have another show? No, that was everything. Oh, I guess I was... Yeah, I was the last one. Uh, you're gonna bring up Vampire Cosmonaut? Arena? Oh, I... I... I guess I can. There were there, there were a lot of shows that didn't make the cut this season to be included in the taste of the season. Some because well, it's it wasn't as good as we thought, and others because well, it's just fine. The season's pretty packed. Like I obviously we didn't mention any sequels, not not a lot this season. Just no, Shoka Tensei, but and eighty six and uh, and Demon Slayer. 86. 
Well, I guess it's not really a sequel. It's the TV movie, but it's like on TV, but. Yeah, that's weird. I already watched the movie, so I don't need to watch the I mean, it does have original. It has new stuff in it, apparently. Yeah, whatever. Um, Yeah, it includes an entire additional episode's worth of content, apparently added. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, Vampire Cosmonaut was super excited for that, but it's just kind of fine. I thought it would be weird, but barely okay, and it's just kind of barely okay. Yeah. It's 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 very weird about like mouths though, <laughs> which makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> well, it's like they put a weird amount of focus on the vampire girl eating, and like a lot of detail on her mouth when she did it and it isn't the joke that you can tell what kind of porn someone used to make (laughs) by what's the most well-drawn part of their art very true it's uh, it it comes and goes let's say let's just say they have a uh, they have one of those people on hand for the food scenes um yeah so that it feels Vampire Cosmo feels like a, uh, whatchamacallit, a school comedy, like Slice of Life. But, but set in communist set, Russia. Set in communist Russia space camp. With vampires. With a vampire. A vampire, vampire, yes. I, I, I shouldn't have said plurals. With vampire. Um, yeah, you already brought up a meme. Um, yes. Uh... Something ejected from the hero's party, slow life drugstore, it's terrible, it's it's awful. Um, I thought it was going to be so bad, it's good, it's just bad. Um, it made me go <laughs> yeah. back and watch the drugstore isekai, finally, from earlier this year. Right. So that yeah, was, and you made me watch it. I made you watch the first episode. And it was pretty fun. It was, it was a good time, it was a dumb time, but a fun time. I'm talking about the drugstore yeah, isekai, think... not the drugstore not isekai. Yeah, I think that's the thing about the drugstore isekai. Uh, I've mentioned it to you before. We you have to go into it knowing that it's gonna be dumb. Yeah. Like you can't expect oh high art. You got to go in, turn off your brain, and just go. <laughs> the the dog girl is a dog girl. Yeah. Uh, annoying senpai. The other show about tiny people in the office place. Um, and she is absolutely so tiny. She she is the line between tiny and short. I heard one figure that gave her height is 0.8 meters. That is two and a half feet. There is no way that's true. But um, if it is, damn, she's t- she's short. That's not short. That's tiny. Um, I kind of went into that like, oh, y'all, try watch this other slice, slice. So I don't have to watch Komi-san. Uh, yeah, no, Komi-san is better. Um. Mm. The only funny memorable moment was uh, they're in the office. She's like fixing up her coffee, talking to someone. Then Kristen goes, "Oh yeah, you you drink coffee in the morning? I drink this." Pulls out a bottle of vodka from her shirt. It's <laughs> like I don't think you could have that in the office. Don't worry, it's full of water. Chugs the whole thing and walks off. <laughs> I tip my hat to you, alcoholic office lady. I'm also going to be passing on your show. <laughs> Uh, let's see, what else we got? Um, uh, Deep Insanity, The Lost Child. I wanted to watch I wanted to watch it, mostly just to, like, abuse it for a little bit, but apparently it is just the fried dog turd. Oof. 
I mean, I wasn't really planning on, like, watching it, watching it, so, I mean, saves me the time, I guess. Yeah. Um, there's another sci-fi series, I think, that is so forgettable, I don't even remember the name of it. Was it Mublove? No. Okay. Then I don't know what it is. Uh, this Unless it was Tesla Note. It was not Tesla Note, but this season we also have <laughs> Tesla Note, which is the second lowest score I've ever seen on anything on my anime list. Yeah. Like, I'll say the premise sounds amazing. A ninja and a spy team up to hunt down the legacy of Nikola Tesla. It sounds like a fever dream after playing a Ubisoft game. It sounds like a great time. If you, if you, you know, if you can land it. But uh, by the sound of it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't land it. Like, it's, I've heard it said that it's like a... The successor of X-Arm. <laughs> which, if you don't remember what X-Arm was... You're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. How was it waking up from the coma? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I feel pretty good this season. Um, we got... Um... Uh... Saihata no Paladin. We got Sakugan. We got Assassin Sakai. We got, we got, I got three shows to watch. Three. That's a lot. That's a lot by my standards. But yeah, so I'm actually, I, there's so much good stuff this season. I, I still feel really good, even though there's a lot of disappointment. There's still a lot of stuff that keeps me, you know, enthused. I'm just, you know, this, this is a good season. This is a good season. I'm, I'm going to very much enjoy myself. 2021 has been a great year for anime, in my opinion. Very much so. So, so great that there's a whole bunch of stuff we need to go back and watch before we can uh, review it for our end of the year video or episode. I thought the art where we talk about the best. Our 2020 uh, end of the year, we had to have some discussions about that one because we couldn't decide what deserved to be in this. I, with this one, I don't know if we're going to be able to fully agree on three shows that were best of the year. This this was a tough year. Absolutely. But uh, we, we have a few months to sharpen the knives and drive out into the woods for this. <laughs> so yeah, that's some of the shows that are airing this season. Let us know what what you're watching, what you're not watching, what you're going to abuse and roast over a tire fire. And yeah, um... happy... Happy last season of 2021. Let's uh, happy fall 2021. Let's prepare. Let's prepare for sequel apocalypse 2022. <laughs> sequel apocalypse two. We could we, the search for more money. <laughs> I like how sequel apocalypse two happens in the year after the first sequel apocalypse. <laughs> they literally made it 2022 versus 2021s. Sequel, it's it's a it's the a sequel to sequel apocalypse. It's the same. It's 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 crazy. Anyways, yeah, that that that's enough. Anyways, so uh, I've been Lyle, and I have been Eli, and this has been Anime Stroganoff. <laughs>